Oh, starting that off with a belch. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's our intro right there. Hello, and welcome to Pressing Matters, a fly on the wall style podcast about WordPress, business, and life. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plugin author and works for Delicious Brains. And Jack runs better notifications for WP and his web design agency. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Pressing Matters. Jack, how is things going with you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Yeah, I'm on a bit of a high today just because um, it was my wife's birthday yesterday. And <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen, but the government have sort of released more information about like what you can and can't do. Like they've just given like more specific examples. Mm. And it's things like you can go for a drive to have a walk, but you're drive has to be shorter than your walk don't know if you've seen this yeah yeah they're ridiculously so, weird so, convoluted guidelines that are yeah they are they're a bit odd but it's good because it gives everyone a bit more um understanding of things so what what we were able to do yesterday so like the you know you can't drive for an hour to go for a 20 minute walk and then drive for an hour back you, you know you can drive for 20 minutes to go for an hour's walk mm. and then you know so it's it's a bit more balanced kind of thing and we've exhausted all of the walks around us and and we found some really lovely walks around us but you know after five weeks in lockdown, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's not a huge amount more places to walk where we happen to live. So, um, yeah, we went for a walk. Um, we went for a drive 15 minutes down the road, uh, and went for like a five mile walk. And I can honestly say it was one of the best walks. I've probably the best walk I've ever had in my life. And my wife said the same, it was just beautiful rolling countryside, you know, in the mm. Bath area, it's quite, you know, um, hilly up and down up and down undulating and it was just uh, yeah and it was just b- lovely old bathstone little villages um and it was just it was incredible it was lovely it was really hot it was lovely weather you know everything's it's spring so everything's just coming out and everything's you know green and luscious looking and um we stopped again something you're allowed to do if you're stopping for something to eat in the middle of a walk to take a break you're allowed to do that just you you can't go for a five minute walk to then have an hour's picnic then to have a five minute walk back kind of thing so it has to be in sort of thing so we uh we stopped for a picnic halfway through and the whole thing must have taken about an hour and a half or something because obviously with two kids and stuff and um we sat had a picnic next to um a river and it was absolutely lush and it was probably a better birthday for my wife than we would have done outside of lockdown i think you know it, it it's that thing where um, if you've got that restriction, it, it kind of prompts creativity with it. Um, so it was it was really really good. So yeah, today I'm feeling pretty pretty good. Um, probably the best I felt for quite a few weeks, you know, from um, in the lockdown. Um, but yeah, otherwise everything everything else is kind of fine. Um, how about yourself? What have you what have you been up to? Yeah, good. Perhaps not as as a as a joyful and high as you at the moment you do definitely seem to be living outside of the bubble of what's going on at the moment which is good i i mentioned to you before that i like your tweets the other week where you were just tweeting about doing stuff in the garden and it was kind of un- totally unrelated to the situation that was going on um but yeah no i mean uh, i'm just going ahead as as usual working but trying to do that amidst having you know both kids at home one of the one of my children is schooling like similar to yours so he's got stuff to do mm. with lessons and some remote kind of like zoom calls with some of his teachers 
which seems a bit over the top, okay. but I guess they're just trying to make sure that kids are still doing what they're doing and giving them a bit of structure. But it's a it's a big challenge though trying to home not because it's not even homeschooling. Like that's a homeschooling is a choice that you make, whereas this is trying to do distance learning at home when mm. like we've mm. got a two year old. So trying to do that and have you know, a structured time where my son's doing a bit of work or listening to a Zoom call with a two-year-old running around trying to get involved in everything and get in on the action is is pretty difficult. And there's obviously people in his class that have got multiple siblings. So it's like, how do you... Yeah, it's very... It's pretty stressful at the moment. I mean, my wife is, like, is sort of getting through it and I don't know how she's doing it. She's doing it really, really well. But it is so hard to try and wrangle them both. And then, you know, because we're lucky enough to be still working, you know, me and, me and you, I, I'm i just trying to work and carry on and trying to see do paid development work and do my own stuff and keep on top of it. So it is pretty, it's pretty hard. But like I said to you before, thank God that the weather is good at the moment, Touchwood, because isn't that so much easier to go mm. outside and just get out? But yeah, well, I guess we wanted to catch up, didn't we? We haven't had a call for a while. Um, and we're still running, you know, you're running your plugins, I'm doing mine and it'd be good to see where we are and what's the, what's the latest. Um, so yeah, what, what's going on with, I mean, I ignore the client work, I guess, but BNFW, how's that going? Yeah, good. I'm, I'm very grateful at times like this that I do have a, a product that can kind of, you know, um, where you know, sales or renewals like kind of trickle in. And I, I always try, I've always tried to do this. I've always tried to equate like an amount of money towards a thing. So it gives you a bit of perspective on what that, what that value is. Mm. So if someone bought, um, you know, like the conditional notifications add on, which is currently priced at 39 pounds, British pounds, um, that's the equivalent to, you know, um, a pretty big, top-up shop if we were to go to you know the local tesco's or the co-op or something like that um we'd be able to get most things that we would need milk and eggs that kind of thing bread Mm. and all the other bits and pieces that we might need in a in a shop um for that would last us a week week and a half that kind of thing and i think that's just one sale and when that trickles in i think i don't have to worry about that and i try and balance always try and kind of have that balance so that I I know that th- that money means something. You know, at a time like this, it's it's good to I think put the value on on the like the those smaller things. Because I don't know about you, but I, I'm not spending money on anything else. I mean, I, I put some petrol in the car before kind of all this kicked off. My other car is electric. I did actually end up by. I mean, I mentioned at the beginning of the year I wanted to talk about more green things, and, and obviously this is sort of I sort of taken a back burner. But I did manage to buy an electric car back in January which I'm delighted with and you know we obviously we haven't used that much either but food is the only real thing that you know I feel like I'm spending money on at the moment so it's nice to kind of equate you know this trickle of sales and renewals and things like that through to um, something um, tangible at the moment so I'm very grateful for that but sales have been good actually they've been fine and I suppose that's the great thing about you know having a product is that it does it you know your sales come from anywhere in the world and or they can do, and you know, I, I get a lot of, you know, UK, Europe, and Americas. I would say are uh, my biggest 
um, kind of customer bases, but they really do come from all over mm. and everywhere. Um, are you, you seeing know, a are you seeing a bump that... since this? You know, everything's happened. Do you, are you kind of seeing a reflection of people rushing to build websites and going more online? Um, it's difficult to know. I suppose I don't have, really have the statistics or the the metrics to kind of back up anything. I have noticed an increase in sales, um, not a massive one, but a, a small one. And I do think it's because people are, you know, around or at home more. And I think I mentioned on the podcast before that um, I thought the the use case for better notifications uh, for WP is that that you know people can use it to kind of like the public outreach talking to customers that kind of thing and it mm. might be that they've they've gotten to a point and go okay we've had three weeks of lockdown so for sake of argument we'll just kind of wing it up until then and see what happens and they announce another three weeks. it's like okay we've got to start talking to customers now we've got to start talking to members and they look for a way to kind of do that so yeah. i kind of better notifications i think becomes quite useful in times like this anyway and um it might be that that kind of use case has seen people go oh well actually we really need the conditional notifications out on all the custom fields out on or whatever it might be and that's you know cause an increase in sales but it's difficult to know i don't i i, I could guess all day at all the things but um mm. yeah and it could just be people at home been furloughed and don't have anything to do and want to build a website and they you know get bnfw and then kind of go from there so it's i don't know it's, it's difficult to say but yes there is a small increase in mm. um sales i would say so that's interesting but yeah how about yourself how about you know with your your plugin and your still reasonably new one yeah the wps a manager i mean <coughs> new for me obviously but established in 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 general i've definitely seen a bump mm. this month uh to last month um and and i'm putting that down to the fact that you know it's a a, a plugin that you can use to build a community you can have you know yeah and, and i think that is probably quite key at this point in time we've probably had about four or five people email me and say, look, we're a non-profit. We're using a plugin now to do this, this, this. Have you got any kind of uh, discounts for us in that sense? Um, and, and I think a lot of it is a is a sort of response to COVID-19 and, and, and all of this issue that's happening, which is good. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm as, you, as, as you said, I'm happy to be making money in this time. Um, but I'm also grateful that WP User Manager is the type of plugin that it is, and therefore it's still relevant, and it will be even more relevant perhaps going forward, um, rather mm. than like I don't know, like a an image gallery plugin. Which do you know what I mean? Like there's different types of plugins that perhaps might be more useful in certain times. Um, so yeah, mm. the, yeah, revenue's gone up, is up, which is good. Um, I'm also, I'm looking for, I'm not trying to wish time away, but I'm looking forward to September. Seems a long time away still. But that was when I introduced automatic renewals on all purchases. Mm. So I'm looking forward to kind of the, at the moment, I'm just watching new purchases coming and, and the bump in in new sales. But I'm looking forward to seeing the residual impact of renewals on my sort of, you know, month on month revenue, which will be, hopefully good um but yeah no all, all good i mean my instagram plugins ticking along it's that's had a three months worth because i've actually put work into it an effort into um a bit of content marketing a bit of seo and releasing the, the plugin update to make it compatible 
with the API because I've put work into it. I, th I think it's kind of made it a bit more relevant and that's seen, you know, a rise from December on, you know, every month on month it's growing. Not any not any bigger than it ever has been. Like it's never, it's not hit um, record months, but it's it's got back to a level that is actually like, that's really good to have as extra bit in the pocket kind of thing. Um, yeah. So that's good. Um, got a couple of backlinks in the last two months that seem to be helping, I think, as well, which is good. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's, no, all good. Um, and I'm still struggling, not struggling, I'm still toiling away on the new site design for WPUsManager.com, which is it's so close. Mm -hmm. It's like, it takes ages to do these things, reskin it and add in new copy and, um, and it's really it's sort of tantalizing because as soon as you get like the homepage done and you get some features page, feature pages done in sort of my local environment and it looks amazing. I just want to get it done. I want to get it out and I want to, cause I feel mm. like the new copy and a fresh new design that looks nice and looks professional and looks even more professional will have an, um, will have a, a an increase and move the needle for, like conversions because people will see it and think, well, this looks good. This solves the problem. This, you know, blah, 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 because the copy is now more outcome based rather than these are the features. Um, so I just, I just want to get it done, but it just takes ages. And I started to, uh, like the, the, the checkout because it's using easy, easy digital downloads. The existing checkout is pretty much the bog standard, how it easy digital downloads gives you out of the box where you choose your payment method, add in your, billing details and all that stuff but i'm trying to like jazz it up a little bit so i can actually um make it much more of a conversion focused checkout page with like a testimonial some features for depending on what you're buying reordering on the screen so you've got your payment details and your billing details there what you're buying on the right but oh my god edd i do like it and i do have used it in the past lots but trying to change the checkout is an absolute nightmare like it's not a very very mm. well built system in terms of templating and and um customizing those templates and i don't know if you like if you've noticed like i'm using paypal and stripe so i've got two different billing payment methods and you have this kind of radio button group where you can switch between the two right yeah um and because i'm trying to like reorder how a, a potential customer will um will buy like they'll go through a flow of like right okay so give me your personal details in you know name email and if you're already a member or already have an account on the site you can log in here then add your billing details so you cart your country with some like VAT checking for if you you know if you're a uk or eu person company with a VAT number and then choose your payment method so put in that like further down the line but edd has that up front and like you need to say right what am i doing paypal stripe or credit card um but having it off pushed down to the sort of third step in the process seems more logical which is great but however when you change the payment method say for example you were to think right i use pay paypal oh no I've, i forgot my login i'll use a credit card instead if you choose the other option it basically wipes out all your data that you filled out on the form. It will mm. blank it, and you've got to fill it out again, which is just 
pretty frustrating. I found the EDD GitHub issue for it that had been open. Somebody had opened it in like 2017. And I'm so surprised it's not been fixed because like, it's just such a bizarre user experience to um, not remember that detail. And like, if you're a customer or potential customer and you make that change of payment option and you wipe out your data, you're going to be like, oh, for God's sake, I can't. I've got to re-enter this again. And you could potentially lose customers because of it. Um, so I'm just having to build something custom for that and just to, to fix that issue really for me. Um, so yeah, I've got I've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole because I was reskinning the site, but now I've tackled the checkout and like I want it really nice to launch it all, you know, polished. But of course, um, actually deploying or deploying shipping something half done and iterating it is probably better than never shipping something that's perfect. But hopefully, I can just mm. spend a bit more time over the next month getting it done. I, I'd love to get it out by the end of this month. And then I can see like if May has an even better month potentially and trying to attribute that to the to the new site. But yeah, yeah, that's WP's manager, which is still going. Um what about you? Are your have you had any more time to spend on your new plugin that you're developing? I have, yeah, and funnily enough, it's it's one of those things where I'm like it it's basically it's all working. Mm. Um, which is great, and it's it's looking nice. I'm really pleased with how it's all kind of come together. And you know, as you're developing it yourself, you know, there's there's so many things you think, well, this could be an improvement. So you write it on and all that sort of stuff mm. uh, onto a list somewhere, and you know, all that sort of thing. And sort of you go through an improvements, and you think actually, and there's a, a very hard line between saying okay this is a feature that would be really great but it's not critical for launch i'm trying to keep it down to the bare minimum and there's some things you think i know for a fact that people will not buy it unless it has this feature or they'll get it be frustrated and then immediately ask for a refund or something so i'm trying mm. to kind of second guess myself there but much like yourself you know it's it's like that 80 20 rule where you know the first uh 80 takes 20 percent of the time you yeah know? and uh and then you're left it's like I, I i think i tweeted about it the other day i was like you know i'm so nearly done i say nearly done but i have yet to uncover all the things that aren't done that i thought were done yeah and uh and then i've got to read uh, write the readme as well <laughs> which always takes oh. a ridiculous amount of time and then i've got to make a website so you know if you looked at it as an overall project I'm nowhere near being done. But if you look at it as an individual plugin that you could say, you know, zip up and send someone, it's very, I mean, it, it's technically done now. You know, you can almost yeah. do that. But, you know, I haven't done anything towards it. And it's a pro plugin. I haven't put in any of like the licensing stuff or anything yet. So I need oh, to do that eventually. Yeah. But, There's so much, um, isn't there, to do to work on when you're building a plugin from scratch to sell, um, which is like going back to when we talked about why I purchased WP user manager. It's so much had done already. Like obviously I'm redoing some stuff like the website, but th when you actually list and think about all of the stuff you have to go through from scratch, it's not just building the plugin that works. If you were just using it for yourself, you'd be done now and you'd be away and you'd be kind of like dog fooding it. But all of the other stuff around it just makes it quite difficult to, uh, to do it as a one, one person outfit, doesn't it really? But it does, yeah. yeah. Something you said earlier about um, Adobe User Manager actually was about uh, you know waiting for was it September to come around for yeah. renewals. 
Yeah, so I remember that because um, I, I didn't start off with automatic renewals and um, like on that kind of subscription model for a plugin kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember waiting for it to come round and seeing what would happen. Um, but one thing you can do in the meantime is look at to see it, which users have bought it and then immediately gone into their account and cancelled their subscription. Because yeah. there's still users out there that think, you know, I want to buy a plugin and I don't want to be re build for yeah. it i mean they'll probably automatic i'm uh, sorry they'll probably manually renew later on but there's always a, a group of you know kind of customers that will buy it for a client project and they don't care whether it's you know goes it gets renewed or not that's the customer's problem you know that's, yeah. the, that's their client's problem um they just want to buy it to use it for this particular thing and they can launch a site and say that is a completed site here you go and um so you know there's always that but you can always look at how many cancellations there are immediately or you know mm. up till september and then if you wanted to i guess you could reach out to those people and just go oh you know you bought it but cancelled immediately you know i just after some feedback is this because you need it for one feature or you know you've actually got like a year's worth of time to kind of work out why that is and that could help you moving forward yeah because um, you never know you might be able to convert some of those people back to being you know yearly renewing customers again well yeah and and there's a, a bunch of features that need to be added to all of the add-ons really that I've kind of got lined up um, and just naturally being busy it will probably take me to September around that time to actually get to pushing some of those out so it won't hurt pushing them mm. out after the auto renewal kind of threshold because then the people who have cancelled or the people who have expired licenses will then um They'll see the updates are available, but they won't be able to update, upgrade to them, um, which will kind of then, I don't know, encourage them to to renew their subscription. Because, like we said before, if you've got or ages ago, if you've got um, an add-on that just works and doesn't require updates, people aren't going to see the value in paying for the yearly subscription because if they don't need the support and they don't see that it gets updated frequently, then what's the point for them? So it's, it's, it's that balance, isn't it, of making sure that people see the value from that yearly um, cost. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm under no illusion that it'll be, it won't be like a 100% renewal rate. It'll be very, it'll probably be, because again, they'll get emails two weeks or so before their renewal date from September onwards to say, look, heads up, this is renewing, um, it will automatically happen, blah, 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 but you can, you can cancel it or whatever, just because I think that's fair and nice as a user experience. So no doubt that will probably mm. precipitate a load of cancellations when that happens. But hopefully, hopefully yeah, it will be a, a decent level of renewal. Um, it's something I've never actually had on Instagram plugin, which is a bit disappointing that I've never, because I've not used EDD, I've used a, a different um, system to sell. Um, and I'm yeah. I'm considering once I've kind of like I've got my WP user manager website and I've wrangled the checkout into a way that I can redo it again, I'll probably move integrate to EDD and then switch on auto renewals. Um because mm. I am kind of leaving money on the table really, which is which is poor of me for Instagram for the Instagram plugin. Like I've had it does people are allowed to renew their licenses and they'll get emails but they won't automatically renew so they have to manually do it and you know it's pretty well known that that isn't um it doesn't lead to a good renewal rate if they have to do it 
Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. Um, well, yeah. it's good to, it good to say that actually. I got the um, WP Mail newsletter through yesterday, and they one of the top things on there was Chris Lemmer has just put out a article about have you switched to automatic renewals yet? Sort of the subscription model yet? Mm. And I think it was off the back of you know all of all of this, all of the sort of the global pandemic stuff. Um, so it might be worth checking that out. It's just interesting. It was just good timing uh, yeah. for everything about you know um, if you're not, why not? Yeah, and what's the harm in trying it? You know. Well, yeah, definitely, and it was the number one thing I did when I took over WP's manager was to to you know install recurring payments, the EDD add-on, and switch it on for for new purchases, mm. and and so yeah, it, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, how is BNFW going? Like we've talked about that in the past. What's 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 new? Oh yeah, so yeah, I. I... I can't remember if I mentioned it or not, actually. Um, but I ha- I have a new developer now, which is good, um, and I'm really really happy with them. Um, they're um, they're a good WordPress developer. They're um, they're they're doing some great work. They're very quick, very responsive, and um, you know it's it's just working out really well. I'm, I'm really really pleased. Um, I've been able to roll out updates I've done about three updates I think since I've mm. had them um, to the core plugin and I've updated three add-ons I think so in terms of progress I mean that that's amazing that's yeah. fantastic um, and that's in about sort of an eight-week period I think so oh, that's, that's great and working on some major updates to the custom fields add-on at the moment which are which have been in development for a really long time, um, but they they sort of when I was between developers, it kind of stopped, and there's a number of unfixed bugs in the in the kind of the, the stuff that I've been working on. So those are currently going um, getting sorted out. But then yeah, custom fields add-on is going to look awesome after that, um, which is nice. Things like um, you know you can trigger if a custom field value changes, you get to choose the custom field. It says like if this value changes, send out this notification. Mm. But it's, it's. I mean, I've had it lots of times, and obviously it's been on a roadmap for ages. It, you know, even before anyone asked for it, is setting a specific meta value for when uh, a field changes. So you know, if you're looking for just like a true false kind of thing of a checkbox, you put in the custom field, um, you know, the meta key, and then you can just choose a zero or a one, and it will just check in the database. You know, if this custom field is changed to a positive, then send out this notification. Um, or, you know, looking for a, a string of text or, um, you know, a specific word or something like that, you know, all mm. those kinds of things. So it's triggering notifications off specific meta values are going to be there. And then um, adding more than one custom field to check for. So if you've got a notification that says, you know, again, push out this notification if a custom field changes, you can now add another custom field. So check if it matches this one or this one or this one or this one, send out this notification. And you can either set any custom field value to, to cause it to update, or you can set a, um, you know, a specific value. So it's trying to make it as sort of flexible and as powerful as possible, whilst also as easy to use is quite difficult. And I know off the back, and it's an or statement. So if it's this one or this one or this one or so on, but I know someone's going to say, I want it to change to an and statement instead, you know, and then that adds another layer of complexity, which will be another update. Or, yeah. you know, you can do a different notification altogether, you know. So it's um, it's the starting point of something very, very powerful, I think, um, on a, an add-on that has been useful, but otherwise 
been a bit lacking in features. So that's that's going to be great. And, and other things as well, you know, WordPress has improved um, since that add-on came out. So it's things like being able to include like custom profile data in a registration email is now possible where a long time ago when the add-on came out, must have been ooh, 2015, <clears throat> it wasn't possible. So, um, so yeah, it's good. There's some really nice things come in there. Oh, uh, nice. Which I'm rather pleased about. So you're not doing any development really on it at all? It's the your new sort of developer is working full time, not full time though, but all the time. Yeah. Um, so I was doing some development in between um, developers, but actually, um, I'm really pleased with this because they I can leave them to get on with that, and I've been focusing on the new plugin, and it's really freed up my mind to be able to do the things that I want to do on this other thing. And because this other thing is also related to email notifications, it means that I'm still keeping track of like you know, what the two are doing and that the, the lines don't kind of get crossed at all. I, they, they're not going to get crossed. It's, they're two very different use cases, really. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really helped me to have another developer doing it. And they're doing a better job and faster and cheaper than I could have done it. So I yeah. feel like I'm kind of I'm sort of winning in that regard. But um, yeah, it's great. I'm really pleased with the speed of the updates. And I know a lot of other people are as well. I just put, pushed out version 1.8 which is a huge overhaul of like how comment notifications work. So you can have a really, really decent like comment notification workflow as part of like a, a, a website. So you've now got like four different comment notifications. You used to just have basically new comment um, notifications. So mm. if someone writes a comment on a post, you, you know, you, you get set up a notification that says who that comment notification goes to. Uh, but now you get um, a comment awaiting moderation notification because WordPress has a new comment slash awaiting moderation notification. By default, yeah. it's just one and the same, but we've split it out into two. So you get, so if someone uh, leaves a comment with, you know, a certain word or, you know, it needs moderation, it will go to the person that needs to moderate it, which is usually the author of the post. Yeah. Um, if they then approve it, that person then gets an email to say, your comment has been approved. The relevant person then gets another email that says there's been a new comment on your post. You know, if it's not the comment or a post author that's kind of had to approve the comment. Um, and then the same thing basically happens with comment replies as well. So you get these kind of four notifications all being directed to the right people, which is just far more advanced than what WordPress comes with out of the box. Yeah. And um, it's been... It's basically what I wanted to get to for ages, which is which is nice. So yeah, really really pleased with that. That was it's taken a little while, and things like media notifications there and there now. So you know, adding new media, updating media, which comes with like a bunch of short codes for like media sizes and mime type and everything like that. So it's awesome. uh, it's good. Yeah, I'm really I'm really pleased with progress. There's lots of little things. Some of them have been really easy wins to release, which has been nice. Like the media notifications, that was pretty straightforward. But the like comments thing, comments thing took a lot of thought about how you wanted it to work and how other people would find it. Um, and it came with some like breaking changes as well. So you'd have to go into like your comment notifications, just check that the the right notification is selected, and then save it because like names are changed and all sorts of things. And I tried mm. to make it as backwards compatible as possible but it wasn't you know it it wasn't possible um 
but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been really good. I'm really happy with the progress of it, to be honest with you. And it's ticking away in the background quite nicely whilst I can focus on, you know, other things. Um, yeah. I suppose it's worth mentioning as well is that, and I can't, again, I can't remember if I said this last time we had a podcast, but I, I because of like the childcare aspect and like doing a bit of schoolwork with the kids and things like that, I've just... I've, I've, I'm only working half a day, so just the morning now. Usually from about between 7.30, 8 o'clock when I, is when I get in the office, just because I work better earlier, uh, up until midday, and then I stop. And then it means I've got, I can help with everything else that comes with, mm. you know, a lockdown. Are you just working so, on client work um, 7 till 12 then, or 8 till 12? Or is it client work no, plug-in? No, everything plug-in? I need to. Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. It, it, it's all three, basically. Um, but it's great. It's actually meant that there's less time for procrastination. Mm. There's less time to get lost, um, you know, uh, on like Twitter or, you know, on like, you know, various links, like reading articles, things like that. I've tried to save that for different times. So I'm purely working um, from 7.30 till 12. And that's working so well, I have to say. I'm, I'm really, big. and at the moment I'm getting all my work done and to a really good standard. And I'm like, why would I not do this mm. after the lockdown? Yeah. Um, is, it, is it the kind of the, the new, the bump of productivity because it's new and obviously you, you've got a limited time so you need to make that time count. But I wonder whether or not over time it yourself would relax more. But it's great to, to know that. And like I definitely find mm. like sometimes on a weekend if like one of the children are napping and you've kind of got like 40 minutes of time where you can fit something in, in that 40 minutes of doing work, I'm super productive because you're on a time limit. Um, so yeah, that's good. Mm. Yeah. It's good to know that um, you're sort of balancing it all out. I'm I'm still pretty much working in the evening from when the kids are in bed till bedtime, which is not very healthy, but... It's just a necessity at the moment to get everything fitted in. Um, yeah. Mm. Well, cool. It's good to um, get to catch up, and hopefully by the next time we talk, um, we'll have more of an update on where things are. I would really love to get the WPUs and manager site out. I just need to. I need to focus and push that through. Um, I guess you're not mm. you're not giving yourself any sort of hard timelines for releasing the plugin. Um, you're just you know keeping going on it as as much as you need to yeah i am yeah i mean like i haven't worked on it for a couple of days i'd say i was off yesterday for my wife's birthday but um on tuesday wednesday sorry all the days blended into one you know when you're at home all the time yeah um i i was just doing things like uh just putting in like read me stuff and comments and things like that and it was and it just it again it sort of makes you think about what you've done a bit more to the plugin so it's like it's nothing major but and it's not particularly taxing but I just kind of li- little things I'm still chipping away at it all but you know I couldn't I couldn't release a plugin without comments uh, or anything like that you know if you want someone else to be able to see it and look through it I, I wouldn't feel right doing that so yeah I'm just kind of doing bits and pieces i've probably done less this week than i have done in previous weeks but mm. yeah i'm hoping to have a bit of an update i mean i'm certainly going to send it over to you at some point to test it out and see what you think of it yeah um so i'd be i'd appreciate your uh feedback on that and then maybe we can um talk about it i, I mean maybe if you've tried it we could talk about it in with a bit more um 
with your experience of it or something like that on the um on yeah. the show you know eventually when it's out or something did we talk about doing a code review live on the podcast and uh i think we did actually yeah we could do that don't do it on mine because <laughs> my my first like major wordpress plugin that i've done completely <laughs> myself less it less could, it could be constructive it could be it could be constructive rather than critical but yeah that'd be yeah nice well it would uh, i mean all joking aside we haven't really done a um a sort of a, a development focused podcast for a while we haven't done an episode where we were diving into um you know why you perhaps would do something in a plugin or choices you could make or how to do it this way that way or you know or, or aspects of the code from a performance and scale point of view um that'd be mm-hmm. quite good but yeah we can yeah we can work it out cool man well yeah, i need to get to do up. that we need to get i need to do some proper work and actually, uh, yeah, <laughs> get get back to get back to it. But no, great chat, and I'm glad you're doing all right during these unprecedented and difficult times. Um, just just another just a, a side note to you: Are you not getting really annoyed with Mark Strong, the actor, just appearing on all of the uh, government stay-at-home lockdown adverts? He's doing the voiceover. I have not seen that at all. Oh. I have to say, yeah. I um, but I don't. I don't have a TV license. I just watch like catch up stuff. Oh, that's probably probably so, one. Um, yeah, you're a dodger. But there yeah. are some. I think um, we, we were watching the uh, Stand Up to Cancer Bake Off. You know, uh, Great British Bake Off, and that's on Channel Four now, which obviously means I can watch it without a TV license. Um, and they do have coronavirus adverts on there. But I hadn't noticed if it was Mark Strong or not. I'll um I'll have to I'll have to have a listen next time. Why is he doing all of them? Well, across well, the board. It just seems to be like yeah, on especially on the BBC that it's always his. You know, the government warning adverts are his voice, and it's quite a distinctive voice. And now I'm just getting really sick of him <laughs> because it's just going to make me think every time I see one of his films in the future, just like oh, you've typecast as a as a coronavirus quarantine person. But anyway, that is totally left field, and yeah. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for chatting, and thanks for listening. And if you do have a review of the podcast, please be nice. Um, pressingmatters.com, pressingmatters.fm, should I say, forward slash review. And catch you next time. Cheers, Jack. Cheers, Ian. Switch to soon.